tuning into another episode of Prashmana this morning. I want to thank you guys um, for always tuning in and um, checking out the new episodes that I post. Um, it's truly a blessing. And um, yeah, thank you this morning for tuning in. Now I wanted to share something quickly with you guys as per usual. And um, the topic this morning is um, far from perfect. Now, um, we, um, what I wanted to start it out and, and to kind of set certain things and set the tone with certain things is to understand that we serve a holy God. We serve a righteous and holy God, unblemished, like he's <laughs> holy. <laughs> There's nothing else to call him. And um, we're nothing. Um, we're literally nothing without God. You know, there's a scripture that states that um, there's none that's, that's good, right? None. If you want to call yourself that you're so good and I'm, and I'm this and I'm that and I'm all the, the bag of chips and all of these things, um, well, technically we are not. Um, the scripture says, um, yeah, what did it say? What did I just say? <laughs> anyway, um, let me see here. So it says there's no none that is good. Help me, Holy Spirit. That's good. Alright, let me just double check that quickly. Alright, just have to follow the Holy Spirit. Um, there is actually okay, so let's see here. It's actually taken from let me get the scripture right. Let me get it right. So it's Romans 3, verse 10, right? And it says um, New Living Translation. It says, as the scriptures say, no one is righteous, not even one. Right? Let me just go a little bit further here. It said, no one is truly wise. No one is um, seeking God. Uh, let me just get the context for this um, scripture. Because, um... Yeah. I think this was actually referring to, let me double check. I think this was referring to, um, the context of it, I would say is, um, persons who tend to say that they're, um, more close to God, right? Or they say that they, right. Thank you, Holy Spirit. They say that they're actually, um, you know, I'm more holy or they, they, they carry this persona as if to say that they have it all together right and um they know it all and they have it all together so you know there's nothing wrong with them or anything you know in their eyes they're saying that there's nothing wrong with them right and we have to be mindful and careful um it's actually romans 3 um chapter romans um 3 um i wasn't planning on going there but yeah the holy spirit just led me there with that scripture um so we tend to have this um, mindset to believe like um, I have everything under control or not let me not, not, not say that alone. Let me say this, that I am, I am actually, you know, more holy than, than other persons or I have it all together and I know everything. And really and truly, when we really, when we, when, when we really check it out, um, none of us <laughs> know everything. We serve an all-knowing God, 
and when he opens revelations to us or insights and um bring us into the knowing right it's actually to keep us humble really i would say that because you have to realize that you're not of your own we don't belong to ourselves we don't serve ourselves and you know we have to be mindful and careful what we're doing because we tend to shift off and go off to certain things and believe as if to say like yeah i, I got this you know and I, and, I, and i know this and i know that and all sorts of stuff you know and not realizing that um we're failing you know we're failing in a lot of things when 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 when, when we really sit down and, and realize that we're feeling in a lot of things the, the scripture that i um i tend to bring this up a lot um because i feel like i can relate to paul you know um where he used to talk he had he was a great scholar so he wrote a lot of letters and and stuff regarding the church and you know they people was wondering you know how did he get all of those information and stuff not realizing that god was using him um to bring those revelation and insight um, to the church even though he wasn't inside the building majority of the times he actually received those revelations from God but one of the things that um, stood out was the scripture that states that he had a thorn he um, you know God had to remind him you know to say hey you <laughs> you remember that you know he was praying he was praying three times and God did not remove the thorn from him and um, sometimes it really, before, you know, when, when, when I was young in the faith and stuff, I, it used to bother me, like, you know, I was wondering what, why, you know, why that thorn would have been there. But I realized that sometimes we, um, we think that we're high above everything else and everybody else. Yeah. Um, think highly of ourselves, right? The scripture tells us that we're not, we're not supposed to be thinking highly of ourselves that we ought to right to think that we're better than somebody else or you know the boasting as what paul um was doing so i wanted to draw for that scripture as well um so paul was saying all right he was saying he was talking about um let me see if i can find it scripture um let me see i'm trying to find it let's see if i have it the right way i don't quite remember what scripture that was technically but let me get it real quick for you guys um I got it. Second Corinthians 10. Okay. So it's actually Second Corinthians um, 10. Um, let me see here. I pray that <laughs> that thing didn't pause pause you guys out. But anyway, now you see that this. You see how how the, how the word of God is so real because um, I would say even the Holy Spirit in the sense where i'm not i'm far from perfect <laughs> yeah i struggled with um perfectionism um for a while and um you know sometimes i have to grab myself with where that is concerned because i will 
try to go off a little bit and um you know thinking that I need everything to be in, in perfect place and perfect shape and everything you understand what I'm saying and it really messes with my mental state so this scripture is taken from um second Corinthians 10 so this is actually Paul talking about himself yeah um so he was reminding the church and he was saying no I Paul urge you by the gentleness and graciousness of Christ I who am meek so they say when with you face to face but bold outspoken and fearless towards you when absent I ask that when I do come, I will not be driven to the boldness that I intend to show towards those few, those few who regard us as if we walked according to the flesh like men without the spirit. For though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we are not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of men. Right? Um. So it also goes to show us that, um, let me... Alright, yeah, so let me go verse 13 on you guys here. We, on the other hand, will not boast beyond our proper limits, but will keep within limits of our commission, territory, authority, which God has granted to us as a measure which reaches and includes even you, right? So every time that he's reminding the people to say that, um, we do not go beyond, this is verse 15, we don't go beyond our proper limits, boasting in the work of other men but we have the hope that as your faith in christ and his divine power continues to grow our field among you may be greatly expanded but still within the limits of our commission yeah so at times we um this is the amplified version right sometimes we do want to step outside of certain limits doing certain things and I wouldn't even want to just use the word alone limits with, with Paul, but it's just a sense to say, how is it that we're operating and carrying on, on with ourselves, right? He was reminding the people to say, hey, I'm not going to move toward, I'm not going to do things outside of what I'm called to do. I'm not going to do this or that because sometimes when we're really doing things, we're not doing it unto God. We're actually doing it unto men. We, 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 um... We boast and we carry on and we be- behave as if to say like we called ourselves and we forget that we are the ones like like we literally just came out from certain sins or we, we, we were in certain places back then and if we could only like just sometimes we have to be reminded and, and really get a little glance at, at what we are coming from to realize that look I'm not deserving of none of these things right it reminds me of the, the temple with the, with the man in the temple and he went into the temple and he was praying. One was a, was a sinner man and the other man was, was claimed to be a religious man. And he was in there praying and saying how he gave tithes and offering and this and that and all sorts of stuff. And the other man was just there just saying, he was just praying from his heart like, God, I'm a sinner. I've sinned before you. I've done things that, that is so wrong and stuff like that. You understand what I'm saying? And he right then god forgave his sin right because he would be looking and saying probably the religious man would be looking and saying look at that man you know i'm oh he said something pertaining to it like like he was saying um let me get the scripture quickly he was saying something of the sort like um he was saying something along the line where he, like he was saying oh um oh i, do, I don't do this like that man yes thank you holy spirit 
um so it's the cinnamon bear with me please <laughs> the cinnamon and the righteous one in in the temple right so he was pointing out he was pointing out he was pointing out the man the the, the sinner um issues my god right he was pointing out the, the the sinner issue like look at look at look at him you know he he um look what he's doing right so it's actually the the um let me see if i can get it in the nlt yeah so it's the, the um so it's a parable of the pharisee and the tax collector right and um yeah so he said then jesus so jesus was telling the story and he said then jesus told this story to some who had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else right two men went to the temple to pray one was a pharisee and the other was a despised tax collector the pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer i thank you god that i am not like other people cheaters sinners adulterers i'm certainly not like the, that tax collector i fast twice a week and i give you a tenth of my income but the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed instead he beat his chest in sorrow saying oh god be merciful to me for i am a sinner i tell you this sinner not the pharisee returned home justified before god for those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted now we can clearly see the story i i i do enjoy reading the gospels this is from luke 18 i do apologize luke 18 verse um 9 to 14 right and i do enjoy reading the the, the gospels you know just the other day you know i felt led to read um the entire gospels where from Matthew's point of view, from Luke's point of view, from Mark, from John, right? In order to really divulge into into the scriptures and really see, you know, who we're following, because we're really following Jesus, right? We're following in, in, into his, his footsteps, we're disciples. And to see something clear as that, to see the tax collector along with the Pharisee, you know, sitting down and um, praying, standing and praying and saying, oh, I'm not a sinner, I'm not this and I'm, and I'm not that, <laughs> thinking that God would forgive his sin um, or forgive him. I, and I wouldn't even say that, would, I, I don't believe that that was a prayer at all. Like he, he, he was just boasting, literally, right? He was literally just boasting about um, his, 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 his fleshly um, ways and, 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 and the things that he do. You understand what I'm saying? He's not looking at the fact where he has done anything in his, in his heart. He has done anything in, in his mind. Or maybe he has um, done something that was completely out of the way. Right? But he just literally just pointed out the other man's sin. He wasn't looking at himself at all. Right? So he looked at his accolades. He looked at all his money that he's given every, every week. You know, he gives his tithes and his offering. And he's doing all of this bunch of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And God, he, the, 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 the sinner, which is a tax collector, was forgiven of all his sin, right? And justified before God. And the man who is the tax, uh, who is the man who is the Pharisee, was not even looked at. 
so it's just the same as how i'm saying paul ensured that he when he was talking as well and sharing to the church and saying hey you know i'm not trying to boast and i'm not trying to go over the limit to say hey um i want to do this and i want to do that because i can do everything you know what i'm saying i remember um just the same as oh i think i was sharing this on the previous podcast about my multifacetedness i i grew up in a sense where i am more dependent and independent to my to my own hands and feet where i tend to do things on my own a lot right and um I never understood, you know, what what it is when 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 multifacetedness, because I'm still still getting there. Even though yes, the Lord gave me that, and to say yes, I'm multi-talented and multifaceted and stuff. I have to be careful because I'm not a god, which is a common G God. You know what I'm saying? I still have to depend on God. There's not it's not everything that I'm gonna do, right? There's a scripture that also states. Let me get grab that scripture for you guys. There's also a scripture that said that um not everything is meant everything is meant to um to consume let me get that scripture right consume all right um let's see if i can get that scripture oh my god i can't remember it exactly I think it's meat for the belly or something like that. I think I think that's the scripture. Let me see if I get it right. Mm-mm. I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. It's. I believe that the scripture is. Um, it was stating something along the line where. Um, my holy spirit <laughs> where it was saying um if i like you'd say if i was doing something right and it's something along the line when it comes on to being um thinking that we can we can do everything right when we can um access to everything everything meets let me see here i'm just going with the holy spirit because i didn't jot down anything regarding this or anything um i believe that the holy spirit is going to bring it back to me but nonetheless yeah so it was something regarding that though in the sense where it was talking about it's not everything that we um we think that we should have like god will allow us to have um certain things yes but it won't it won't go over the limit as what paul says right we're not supposed to be stepping outside of the limits and the parameters of what god intends for us so not because i have this great big talent and i can design and i can do this and i can do that that means that's my um you know everyday type of thing where yes i need to get people to to to, to do this and um give me all of this money and 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 if i if i if i 
show all my talents and stuff like that. I can make a lot of money. So I can do hair, I can do nails, I can do this, I can do that, and whatever. And, you know, becoming my own little source. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because remember, we're not source we're, we're not sources we're resources right the source is god and if i go to god and god and i ask god god okay should i be doing this because um i don't i don't want i don't want to do it because you know and and you you are you're, you're not putting your favor thank you holy spirit you're not putting your favor on it if you don't want me to do it you know that's what i'm saying because at the end of the day he's not going to grace us with certain things that he doesn't want us to be doing you know what i'm saying he doesn't want us to do certain things he's not going to allow us to do at all right he will tell you bluntly no so it's, it goes back to, to the very same thing i was testifying one day on my podcast i'm sorry to, to sound this choppy this morning but it really goes to show you that the, the, the word is alive and the holy spirit is moving because i completely never written down none of these things and all of those things but i mean in when I, when I started school in 2021 um, in um, university and I said, you know, finally I'm going to do my degree and I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that and all the sorts of stuff. And, you know, I was just head on because I'm saying I'm finally doing a business um, administration degree, business, business management at rather degree. And, um, you know, and I was just so excited to go to school and stuff like that. And when the, the I, well, the Lord told me no first. But I never thought that he really meant no. I don't know if anyone had that experience with God, but I thought he meant yes, to be honest. I said it was a devil, it wasn't God, and all sorts of stuff. So many a times when we sit down and say, um, I need to do this degree, I need to do it, and I, and I have to because I want to finish it, and I want to do this, and I want to do that, not realizing that... Um, it's not everything that God wants us to do. We need we need to ask questions. We need to really ask God: Is this permiss Is this um, permissible from you? Is this okay for me to go ahead and do this? Because His no, I've always said this: His no is still valid as a yes. We have to be reminded of that. It's not everything. So when we see chaos and certain things are happening, sometimes we need to pull back and say, God, I wonder if I should be doing this or I should be. Um, really putting myself in this place or doing this job or doing such and such and stuff that I'm not saying that trials and tribulation will not be there I'm not saying that but what I'm saying if we can be voided of certain circumstances because we are not moving and walking in the order of God we're actually walking outside of the will of God so we're thinking that okay if I go and get all of these this money when I showcase all my talents and everything and stuff like that, that is nothing. It's really nothing. You know, that's what I'm saying? And it's only what God wants me to do, even though I'm multifaceted. I rather know that I do the use the gift. And when I use the gift, I don't really get paid for using that gift in the sense where I use it to build and advance the kingdom of God. Rather than taking money for that gift, we have to be careful. Because we're thinking that, you know, as a creative... We have to be careful because we're thinking that okay because i'm a creative yes money is is everything like i i legit have to make a ton load of money right and we have to understand that that's not what we're here for the gift is actually from god right you're not gonna hide the gift but you 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 honor god with the gift but if you're not supposed to receive payment for that gift right i 
I don't want to really want to go in depth with certain things concerning that because I used to say the same thing when it comes down to musicians or persons who sing, you know, like, you know, they sing at the church or whatever. I notice a lot of persons these days, like, they don't want to do anything without getting paid. You know what I'm saying? And it's really hard. I'm not saying that you're not supposed to get paid. That's not what I'm saying because you have to value your work. But what I'm saying, when it comes down to building and advancing the kingdom, it's not everything It's about money. Not everything is about money. If you're just constantly just thinking about, how am I going to get paid when I when I when I give off my service, right? When I when I um, give all of these things, when I donate things, when I bless someone, how am I going to get paid? Who am I going to receive money? How am I going to eat? You know what I'm saying? And those those questions are good questions. But at the end of the day, if we're not walking in the will of God and understanding that these gifts were given to us from God, right? They were given to us from God. He does. He's not looking for us to um to say this is why wealthy people and rich people are two different sets of people. Because wealthy people, wealthy people do a lot of investments. They're not really. They don't have money like you. They say pile up, pile up a lot of places. But what they do is they take the little that they have and they invest in whatever it is. So it pr- um, produce different streams of income. So if they have um you know they may have passive income or what they would call it and they do books and stuff like that and all of those things and they have another stream here where they 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 do a little um baking or cooking or something and stuff like that and they take that money now and they probably give it to charity you know they they you know and their money is spread out whatever god has given to them is spread out because they're not trying to hoard things on themselves they're actually trying to um advance the kingdom of god so if we're going to take the gifts and the talent and I'm just going to say, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. And we just take and gather up everything. It basically, one, we're, what we're saying, we're saying that I'm in control. I, I, I got this, God. I don't need you. I don't, I don't need to do all of those stuff, stuff that you're telling me. Right. But we need to get it in our minds and get it in, get it in our spirit, actually. Not our minds, but our spirits to understand that the boasting that we're boasting it should not be in ourselves because we are not in control. God is in control. And he will definitely put us in a position and put, her, put, us, put us in places, right? Spaces and things. Um, so we can recognize that he's, he's in control. <laughs> You're not in control of nothing, right? But I wanted to sh- just go down that line in order to share with you and also leave a scripture with you from um, Isaiah um 35 right no this is a, a comforting word for you guys this morning right um as how much it was comforting for me what the lord shared with me this morning um isaiah 35 right it's only 10 verses and um it's actually zion's joyful future right so it was actually a prophetic word um for the children of um zion right the children of israel actually and um all right so let me just read verse um so this is an encouragement it said encourage verse three amplified version um encourage the exhausted and make staggering knees firm say to those with an anxious and panic-stricken heart be strong fear not indeed your god will come with vengeance for the ungodly the retribution of god will come Verse 8, a highway will be there, 
and a road, and it will be called the holy way. The unclean will not travel on it, but it will be for those who walk on the way, the redeemed, and foes will not wander on it. No lion will be there, nor will any predatory animal come upon it. They will not be found there, but the redeemed will walk there. And the ransom of the Lord will return and come to Zion with shouts of jubilation and everlasting joy will be upon their heads. They will find joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing will flee away. Sighing will flee away. Sorrow and sighing will flee away. And I just wanted to just share that with you guys this morning because I know, I know that it's not easy. And sometimes we have to catch ourselves. We have to literally put ourselves down and talk to ourselves to say, hey, it can't be the old self. It can't be the one that I'm used to. <laughs> it can't be the, the one that I'm used to, the person that I'm used to where Shani is just con- constantly like, you know, I'm very introverted and I am who I am. I'm introverted. I can't change that. Right. But what I mean is in the sense to say that even through my introvertedness, I still have to do what God has called me to do. There's no excuse. You understand? Whatever he has given me to use, I'll use the platforms. Whatever it is that he has given to me to share with you guys, I'm going to do that. Right? But at the end of the day, it, it doesn't make any sense that I constantly um, put myself in a way where um, I'm trying to um, do things in my own way or putting myself beyond the limits putting myself beyond certain limits that God didn't put me in you know what I'm saying and I have to recognize what it is that God wants me to do you understand I have to know what 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 is it that he has called me to do and he wants me to steward and nurture and I have to nurture that before I put myself in any other way that would take me and and sway me out of the way that God wants me to actually walk in you know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to leave that with you guys to understand that there is hope and understand that we serve a holy God. None of us are perfect. He choose imperfect people like, come on, like people who have been so messed up. I can give you a list of things that um, I will forever speak on it because I know what he has freed me from. There's no longer no bondage. There's freedom in God. And we can choose freedom every day. This is something that you have to choose every day. Something you have to remind yourself of every day. That there's freedom. There is freedom. As, as the scripture just said in, in it. That says that um, the ransomed. Right? Verse 10. The last verse. It said, And the ransom of the Lord will return. And come to Zion with shouts of jubilation. And everlasting joy will be upon their heads. They will find joy and gladness and sorrow. And sighing will flee away. So certain things will be it, it, it just gone. The bondage, everything, the strongholds, the everything. And it's only God that can pull us from that. No matter how much somebody may prophesy or somebody may speak over you or whatever it is, right? It's only the hand of God can steer you into the direction that he needs for you. And it's only the hand of God can move you and fashion you. And the holiness of God can strip you from from from, from things. I remember I listened to, to this to this girl before I close. Um, I tend to listen to her teachings a lot because I'm drawn to teaching because I'm a Bible teacher myself. And when she was talking, she shared something, a revelation. And she said that when, when she found herself like struggling in certain areas and, and she was actually um, 
gay, right? She was a lesbian. And she never knew anything about being with a man or anything. She's married now and she had four kids. However, she said that, um, she brought something and said that God did not remove, God removed the children of Israel from Egypt, right? But it's not to say that their their minds were fully transformed in, in the sense where it moved um, their, their minds was stripped from Egypt, the Egyptian lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? But because they had a choice to say, it's either you go forward or you go back, right? It doesn't mean that your sinful nature, you're gonna, you're prone to sin. We're prone to sin and it's only the holiness of God. And when she shared that, I, I, I understood. It's only the holiness of God that can hold somebody and keep somebody. It's only the presence of God. It's only the Holy Spirit. That's why it's named the Holy Spirit. Can really hold us together, right? We can't hold ourselves together. We got it. We got. We, we have to be serious about it. And that's why I will forever say, as young women and young men too, where we think that okay, I can go to somebody's house, like I you're in a relationship or you're dating or you're courting or whatever. I can just go to somebody's house because um, yeah, we're Christians and. You know, God is good at all of these things that we're not realizing that our flesh, our flesh will speak louder than the spirit. <laughs> it will try to speak louder than, than, the, than the spirit. And it's only the, 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 the spirit of God and the word of God that you have to clench to so hard to understand that, look, I have to overcome these things. I can't allow myself to, self to be open and open to certain things. There are certain things that um, I can't watch. There are certain things you can't listen to. Right, and it's not saying that God doesn't want you to enjoy yourself, but there's enjoyment in Christ. There, there's so many things that you can do in Christendom, in Christ, to understand that look. There's more to it than just than just yeah. I'm just reading my Bible every day, and I just go to church on Sunday mornings, and that's it. There's more to it, right? But to appreciate and know that look, none of us are perfect. We're not perfect, and we have to be honest with ourselves. I'm not perfect. I'm far from it, right? I'm far from perfect. I am trying every day to ensure that I, that, that I do exactly to become more, better, a, a better version of who God has called me to be, right? I want to see that person come to fruition. I don't want to see the person who um, who used to just respond to, to, to negativity or respond in a way where I lean into my humanity, Rather than leading and pressing into God more, I want to, I want Him to be the crutch for my life. I don't want to, to, to lean into things to thinking that I need to lean to that to get um to get attention or I need to lean to that boy or that girl or whatever as 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 um for the young for the young women and men, right? To lean into those things, leaning into drugs, leaning into you know comfort, those comfort in order for me to be seen and be valued, valuable. No, I don't need to do that. I know that I'm valuable because God has called me. He has chosen me. I'm a peculiar person. I'm different and I'm going to act different. I don't need to act normal in this culture to fit in. I'm going to stand out at all times, right? I don't care what I have to sound like. I don't care what I have to look like. I don't care because at the end of the day, I'm not going to allow my soul to be damned to hell. I'm telling you, I'm not doing it right and i want to share and leave that with you guys this morning to hold on i know it's hard and i know sometimes you want to get off a little bit 
and thinking that you can get it done on your own and you and, and you want to feel as if to say like um i got this and we start boasting in our own ways and our own will and everything i just want to let you know this morning that god sees everything and he knows your struggle he understands how you feel he understands what you go through jesus christ went through all sorts of temptations just like us and he sinned not and every day when i say that i said god i want to be able to have that strength right not on my own but your strength where I, I i see things and i can simply just guess what no i'm not doing it that's the strength that i want to embody to know that i can speak up that strength and that strength come from jesus christ and that's what i can talk this morning that's what i can share on these episodes with these things because it's not me if i was to get up i, I don't want to share nothing <laughs> that's the flesh the flesh wouldn't want to share anything the flesh would want to go do what he wants to do but to be reminded and say hey this is not about me this is about my jesus this is about my lord and i have to tell people about him i have to share about him right because someone is there in need of his help they want to know that yes they have some somebody understands what i'm going through somebody knows what i'm going through right because i try my best to be relatable i'm not i'm not the type of person i'm not the regular typical christian in in that way to say hey you know i know i struggle in certain areas and stuff like that but i'm not the typical christian person i'm a believer i'm a disciple of christ to understand that i'm following jesus's footstep right i don't want to i don't want to follow in anything else i want to follow in jesus's footsteps what did jesus do what would jesus do and all of these stuff right and ignoring and shunning sin and allowing myself to be to, to be strengthened in certain area that we can rise right that we can come up that we can understand that there's more levels to this thing there's deeper growth in god digging deep with him and understanding that there's more there's always more in him it's not more money it's not more material stuff it's more in him because that's where we're gonna go that's where we're, where we're what we're preparing ourselves for eternity right so i'm gonna leave that with you guys this morning and we went in deep oh wow i went over uh, a lot of the time but um i do pray that you guys do have a wonderful rest of um your wednesday i do hope that um you know whatever word whatever thing that you've gotten out of this thing that the holy spirit rest on me this morning to share i pray that it will be a blessing to you i pray that you were edified i pray that also that you know you will also um dig a little bit deeper into the presence and into the word of god and see the truth come to life to you as how it as much as how it um comes to me and i'll continue to pray for you guys you know all the persons who listens and stuff um i continue to pray for you guys and i pray that you know out of this out of this podcast i pray that you know um you guys will receive from the voice of god and god will be a blessing in your life that you're able to testify to others that he has done good for you all right so i just want to leave that with you guys again do have yourself a wonderful rest of the day bye bye have a good one